0: What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So, how is the apocalypse treating all y'all? Pretty good here in California. The weather is warm. I've got lots of food, lots of herbs, and garrets. So, it's fucking just rolling smooth here. Hopefully, it is the same for you guys across the country and across the world. I know it's getting pretty sketchy in a lot of places. I don't know if you guys have seen these videos out of Shanghai of these people just jumping to their deaths from the high-rise buildings. There are a lot of them, and they're choosing suicide over slowly starving to death. There are also videos coming out of China of just miles and miles of different COVID camps. They're like these little trailers, I guess they're keeping people in, and they're prisoners. There's nothing they can do. So take a look over at China, guys, because that is what they want for us here in the United States and Australia, the UK, Canada, all of these other countries. China is the model for what they want to do to us. And I say absolutely the fuck not. So let's move on to the latest Pfizer document dump. Now, it's being reported all over the fucking internet that 46,000 people took the vaccine in the trial period. 42,000 had adverse effects, and 1,200 died. This isn't exactly true. There were 1,200 deaths in the first three months after the launch of the vaccine, and that's literally like the title of the report. The problem is we do not know how many people were sampled. It could literally be 10, it could be 100,000, it could be 500,000. We don't know. That information is being censored. I know, shocking, right? So a lot of people are just assuming that it's the 46,000 people that took part in the trial, but that's not 100%. We don't know that. So take that with a grain of salt until we get confirmation on the actual sample size of the 1,200 deaths. Now, I'm going to read you a section directly from the Pfizer docs, and it's concerning fertility, pregnancy, and lactation. So it states... Pregnancy. There is no or limited amount of data from the COVID-19 mRNA vaccine. Animal reproductive toxicity studies have not been completed. COVID-19 mRNA vaccine is not recommended during pregnancy. For women of childbearing age, pregnancy should be excluded before vaccination. In addition, women of childbearing age should be advised to avoid pregnancy, for at least two months after the second dose. It goes on to talk about breastfeeding. It states, it is unknown whether COVID-19 mRNA vaccine is excreted in human milk. A risk to the newborn slash infant cannot be excluded. COVID-19 mRNA vaccine should not be used during breastfeeding. How many women out there that were pregnant and or breastfeeding at the time were recommended by their primary care physicians to get the jab. I know of a couple personally, and they were literally the lab rats for this, them and either their fetuses or their babies that were breastfeeding. This is fucking criminal, and I think every doctor that forced this on a pregnant woman should lose their license. And a little side note on the Pfizer document dump, There is a document showing they needed to hire 2,400 employees to process the quote unquote large numbers of spontaneous adverse offense reports received for their quote unquote vaccination. So they fucking knew. The FDA knew about this as well. And Pfizer is making ridiculous, record breaking profits. Let me just break this down for you. So in the first quarter, their profit was 7.86 billion dollars and let me just reiterate this is profit this is not revenue now the government is literally forcing these jobs on entire populations so of course their profits are going to be through the roof so it's like a few of their ceos are getting filthy rich they are billionaires many times over And apparently the government's totally okay with that. They used our tax money to develop these jobs and now they're charging everybody for the jobs because don't think they're free. You know they're getting fucking funded through taxes. So it's just a racket. There's no other way to put it. The more people wake up and realize this whole kabobo nightmare is a racket, maybe the sooner people will grow some balls and say no more and try to stop this nightmare from happening but I wouldn't hold my breath. Now, moving on from the Pfizer docs for just a second, I found an interesting study on the National Institute of Health's website. And basically, the researchers found that V-AIDS is a thing and they break down exactly what's happening. So let me just kind of tell you what the study is saying. I mean, they kind of just confirm a lot of what as crazy conspiracy theorists have been saying for months. They state that the immune response to the vaccine is very different from that of the actual SARS-CoV-2 infection. They also state the half-life and high production of the spike protein is definitely longer in the jab. They produced evidence for all of this, you guys, and I have the study, so if you would like me to email that to you, hit me up at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com, or come over to the Instagram at Vanished Athena and go to the top and find my other link to my backup account because I'm on that one a lot more than the vanished Athena page. But anyway, what they're saying is they found evidence that the vaccination induces a profound impairment of type one interferon signaling, which has diverse adverse consequences to human health. Immune cells that have taken up the vaccine nanoparticles release into circulation large numbers of exosomes containing spike protein, along with critical microRNAs that induce a signaling response in a recipient's cells at distant sites. So let's break that down a bit. The interferon type 1 can be produced by almost any cell upon stimulation by a virus. Their primary function is to induce viral resistance in cells. The type 2 interferon is secreted only by natural killer cells and T lymphocytes, which are just a type of white blood cell. So basically, if this jab is causing severe impairment of the interferon type 1 It means our immune system is not working properly. And that's why we keep seeing all this whispers and sometime talk of the vaccine-induced AIDS situation going on with so many people. Now beyond just the immune system aspect, they've found disturbances in regulatory control of protein synthesis and cancer surveillance. They're saying that these disturbances potentially have a casual link to neurodegenerative diseases, myocarditis, immune thrombocytopenia, Bell's palsy, liver disease, impaired adaptive immunity, impaired DNA damage response, and tumorigenesis. They're showing that evidence from Vares database supports their hypothesis. And they also are saying that they believe a comprehensive risk benefit assessment of the mRNA vaccine questions them as positive contributors to public health. So they're literally stating that these vaccines are extremely questionable, and since it's being forced on the entire public, a risk assessment needs to be done because they think this is detrimental to public health. So this study is showing up on the National Institute of Health's website. And crickets, of course, crickets from the mainstream media, but your girl here, Athena, has the receipts. So if you want a link to this study, hit me up and I will happily send it to you. So let's move on to some good news, actually great news. As of the 1st of May, the green pass is over in Italy. So that's what's up to all my Italian listeners. I'm very happy for you guys because I know they were putting it hard on you unvaccinated out there. And I got to give you a fat up top and major respect for standing strong and rejecting their draconian authoritarian bullshit. Because I know it wasn't easy. I know they tried to isolate you and make you pariahs of society. So you got grit and determination and I salute you. Okay, so now we have a total rando change of subject time. I'm going to tell you about my little shithead lizard and what he put me and Garrett through last night for like three hours. So I let my lizards, well some of my lizards, free roam. And what that means is I take them out of their enclosure and let them just walk around the house and do whatever lizards do, you know, lizard shit. Well, this little asshole Helios decides to find the only crack between the wall and the cupboard and go into it. So we were able to like pull the oven out and I got a flashlight. I'm crawling around on my hands and knees and I see his little punk face and he's just sitting there so we come up with the brilliant idea to crack open an egg put it by the opening and get a fan to blow the scent in for him well it piqued his interest a little bit but his little smart ass wouldn't get his head past the opening he like thought it was his hide or something so garrett got this little motion censored camera that would send him a text if helios popped in and activated the camera no he wouldn't do it he somehow knew the second he came out of there, his little ass was grounded. So what I ended up doing was defrosting a frozen mouse, sticking it in some tongs, and just kind of waving it in front of his head until he latched on. as soon as he latched on, I pulled that fucking frozen mouse that started to stretch and make me want to puke. I pulled it out and along came Helios with it. So at that point, Garrett was like lightning, grabbed that little shithead, So he's grounded right now. He's stuck in his enclosure now with Berber, who is our newest Euromastix lizard. So they're buddies. They're hanging out. I actually got hella pictures of those two up on Monkey the Blue Tongue Skink Instagram page. So if you want to see some really fucking cool and beautiful lizards, go check out Monkey's profile. But that's it for my little side story. Now, while we're on the subject of reptiles... I'm just going to tell you guys a horrifically disturbing story coming out of India. So the title reads, Bengal monitor lizard raped in Maharashtra." I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's kind of how it's spelled. Anyway, they arrested four men. And these fucking nasty ass motherfuckers videotaped the rape. So I don't know what the hell went wrong in these guys' lives. I don't know what the f- how would this even occur to someone to rape an actual lizard? So they're caught and supposedly they're going to be punished, but I don't know, I can't think of a punishment that is severe enough because not only is that just fucking terrible on its own, the Bengal monitor lizard is endangered. And i sure, I mean, I'm not- it didn't say it in the story, but I don't know if that poor lizard survived. So, I don't know, they, something really bad went wrong in those nasty ass motherfuckers' lives. And I hope they are prosecuted to the fullest extent of the Indian law. And, you know, if the punishment isn't too bad, I hope the prisoners get those nasty motherfuckers. Because, you know, if they're going to rape a lizard, they're going to rape a child or anybody for that matter. But yeah, I just thought I would uh, fill you guys in on the nasty ass news coming out of India. So now we are going to move on to the newly formed American Ministry of Truth. So apparently in 2020, Nina Ajankowitz said she was horrified at the idea of Trump's administration having any say in what's true or false. But apparently she's OK with the Biden administration having it. She has also admitted to being funded by Facebook, so that was just like an interesting side note. I found out about this broad in my research on her. So I don't know uh, what is going to go on with the Ministry of Truth. I know it's not going to be good because look at history. Look at every single time a government has formed a Ministry of Truth. It seems to go pretty much all bad after that for the citizens. So all i got to say about that is don't let these motherfuckers disarm you. Don't let them take your guns from you. Right now, they're going to try to probably, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but I'm assuming because you know how these precedents go. If they get this ministry of truth established, they are going to start arresting people for posting the truth, for talking out and speaking against the narrative. It's going to be some dark ass days coming up, you guys. So that's why I keep trying to reiterate to everyone, get together with like-minded people in your communities and form support systems. You know, not just like emotional support. I'm talking about learn from each other. Learn, you know, maybe person A knows how to grow shit. Person B knows how to can shit. Person C knows how to make their own rounds, aka bullets. But there's people out there with some incredibly indispensable skills. Shit that hey hopefully the you know the world doesn't go to shit like I think it's going to, but it's just skills that are good to have just for everyday life. So I don't know, I can't stress that enough, you guys. Get out, meet your neighbors, form fucking clubs, if that's what you want to call it. But get out there and start meeting like-minded people in the real world. Because if they've shut off your internet, if they stop the communication. What is everybody gonna do? I was actually thinking about that the other day and in my pondering, I thought it would probably be a good idea to get a CB style radio. So have a little shortwave of warfare going on so that way, when they try to silence us on the internet, we have a backup device. Now back in the day, like hella years ago, when I was a kid, my dad had CB radios and kind of taught us how to use it, but it's been like 20 years since I've even seen a CB radio. So I don't know. I'm thinking about getting one of those. I don't know where you would even get one. Do they make them new? I mean, is, is Radio Shack still a thing? But I don't know. I think I'm going to check into that because they're not going to silence me. So are you guys ready for some numbers? Because I am about to bring you up to date on the state of the nation. Unemployment is now 3.6%. Inflation is at a 40-year high. The U.S. GDP is down 1.4%. Wages are down 3%. And the deficit is up $9 trillion. So yeah, suck on those numbers for a bit. So now, of course, we are going to have to touch on this abortion debacle going on right now in the United States. So let me be clear. I am a firm believer in my body, my choice, and that's when it has to do with the vaccines or a woman's right to choose what she thinks is best for her. Now... I just, uh, came across some crazy shit online. Apparently there is a Twitter user by the name of Motherboard, and they're literally giving directions on what drugs a woman can use to medically induce an abortion. So it's an anarchist collective who made the original post but now it's been reposted by people like i said motherboard it's basically all over the fucking internet with instructions for women on how to induce an abortion just like are we fucking serious is that where we're at at this point i mean that drug misoprostol that actually is a fucking horse medication and I, I don't know. I don't know why they think it would be like, hey, let's fucking just throw this drug out there and hope for the best when some 13-year-old reads this and decides they're going to induce an abortion. I mean, come the fuck on. I just, I don't know, guys. We're literally at clown world level 250 right now with no stopping in sight. These are the same motherfuckers that were complaining about ivermectin just being a horse dewormer and all of these people that think ivermectin is good are crazy. CNN going hard on Joe Rogan for having his doctor prescribe ivermectin, but now they're totally cool with the anarchist collective putting out the exact name of the medication a person would need to use to cause an abortion. It's like... I don't know if they don't see the irony. You see these broads out there protesting my body, my choice, but only when it comes to the left side's ideologies. Not my body, my choice when it comes to a literal vaccination that's not a vaccination that is killing people, but just for the abortion thing. I'm just getting really sick of all the blatant hypocrisy flying around right now. And it's not just from the left, it's from both fucking sides. The Republicans and the Democrats because they're both shitty. They're just shitty political parties and they've had power far too long and now they have far too much power. Telling you guys, look into the Libertarian Party. They are like the only people that are talking sense. And basically it's been like that for 30 years now. So look into Ron Paul. He's almost a God for libertarians and see what the libertarian party in your area is doing. I did a couple of zoom meetings with the libertarian party of San Francisco, and they were just kind of talking about issues that were directly affecting San Francisco, but it's totally worth looking into you guys. That might be a source for like-minded people. So now we're moving on to some weaponized autism coming out of 4chan. So this is a post that I found yesterday. It goes to say they overturned Roe versus Wade for the explicit reason that the abortion stats are going to plummet due to how many women can't get pregnant anymore after the vax and they don't want people asking questions. So to stir it up, they banned abortion. It is as simple as that. This did not come out of the goodness of their hearts. It was explicitly done as a cover-up. Fact, the death jab, Clot Shot, put the abortion industry out of business anyway. So why not lie and say you banned abortions and that makes up for the stolen election? You gain brownie points, plus cover up the fact that women who would have had abortions can't get pregnant anymore. So yeah, I know, 4chan, whatever. But this poster definitely has a point which is about to lead me into some fertility information I found on the National Institute of Health's website. So it's a semen analysis parameters following Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccination. So just a brief summary is in this study, the investigators explored the effect of the Kabobo shot on semen and the parameters along with 75 fertile men. Fertile men will be regarded as such if they previously successfully impregnated their partners without the use of artificial reproductive technology. Those recruited will supply a single sperm sample one to two months following the second dose of the vaccination. The investigators are investigating macroscopic and microscopic properties of the semen analysis and compare them to the World Health Organization semen analysis reference range in an attempt to ascertain whether the vaccine influences sperm parameters. So this whole trial is still in effect. So it has not, you know, concluded, but... Let me just read this other little part to you guys, and you decide if they have a pre-biased notion. Unfounded claims in popular media linked to a possible correlation between COVID-19 vaccine and potential female male infertility. Currently, there is no information in the medical literature which examines semen analysis parameters following the COVID-19 vaccination. So how the fuck are they going to call it unfounded on the first sentence when the last part of that paragraph says, there is no information in the medical literature which examines semen analysis parameters following the kabobo jab. So I'm just uh, wondering if we can look into who's paying their bills on that study. And I'm sure if we found that out, we would know in advance how the study is going to end. So now we need to get to some Canadian news. The media has not forgotten about Kabobo 19. A few days ago, they started a new offensive to divide the public. I found 13 news organizations in a coordinated attempt to reignite the division and fear of citizens who refuse to comply. They're instigating hatred and stigmatizing anyone who chooses to think for themselves. So, I actually have this posted up on Instagram, and it's just screenshots of these 13 different headers. So, let me read one to you. Mixing with unvaccinated increases COVID 19 risk for unvaccinated. Unvaccinated people not only place themselves at greater risk of COVID 19, but also increase the infection risk of everyone around them, according to new research funded by pfizer so yeah the media has not forgotten about kabobo they have not decided to stop trying to divide everyone and make the unvaccinated a second class citizen so i'm sure we all thought hey maybe kabobo bullshit is over in the mainstream media it's not it was always there we had a little distraction over in ukraine which fuck may lead to world war three and us getting our asses nuked but who fucking knows It's so hard to figure out what exactly is going on. It's literally 3D chess. And you got to think maybe what, six, seven moves ahead. And even then, it's just like you don't know what these megalomaniac motherfuckers are planning. Okay, so now I thought I would tell you guys about some hilarious fucking news coming out. So apparently this COVID frontline doctor, which she's really not, that's why I'm saying it all sarcastic, She has been outed as a New York City school pediatrician with a nine to five job. Dr. Arisa Hoshino has emerged as one of the preeminent physician influencers at the height of the pandemic, created a reputation for herself online as an expert in treating children with COVID-19 and long COVID symptoms. This article I'm talking about was written by Sarah Beth Berwick. You can find a link to it at the New York Post. Check this out, though. According to the report by Sarah, Hoshino has been misrepresenting her job and exaggerating about her working long hours in the hospital and saving coronavirus-stricken children. So the New York City public school pediatrician, with most of her work being done remotely, according to Berwick, while Hoshino reportedly often posed up in personal protection equipment and scrubs, complained about being overworked and disrespected by her patients, and used her public platform to promote mask wearing and vaccinations. Her Instagram page, which has, since this article has been completely shut down, but on the Instagram page, you can see her in bikini shots on a beach. You can see her out drinking with her friends. Which is a far cry from the worn-out COVID doctor persona she cultivated on Twitter. And I think at this point, all of Hoshino's social media accounts have either been deleted or made private. This is from a post on her Instagram. She's sitting there in this fucking ridiculous face diaper that doesn't stop viral transmission. And the post says, And remember, the healthcare workers who are advocating every day do this on top of their regular jobs. I do all of this for free. No, I'm not a pharma shill. I literally make zero money from my science advocacy. I just care, and that's why I'm here. To be honest, I'm losing money because I could get a second job and actually make money instead of volunteer work. So please be kind." In another post, she asked her followers to contribute $5 each to her personal coffee fund, saying she was overworked and underpaid. And you guys, hundreds of people actually fell for it and donated to this grifter. So on March 21st, she reportedly wrote, I just spent 12 hours straight in an N95 mask. Was it uncomfortable? Yes. Was it annoying as hell? Yes. But according to the report, Hoshina's social media account revealed that she worked remotely throughout 2020. One of Hoshino's co-workers reportedly told the blogger that the school pediatricians like Hoshino generally do not treat COVID patients or wear PPE for 12 hours. So during a Zoom question and answer session in October 20, which is still available on YouTube, Hoshino confirmed that she works normal hours and has a nine to five job, no weekends and no calls. She had bragged to her viewers while toting a pediatrician's healthy work-life balance. She went on to say, I'm currently a city medical specialist and also working at the New York City Public and Private School pediatrician. In February of this year, medical, marketing, and media named Hoshino one of its top 12 position influences on Instagram, where she had 112,000 followers. In a June 2021 Los Angeles Time article cited in an op-ed, Hoshino co-wrote with a fellow Instagram doctor. Check this out. <laughs> it comes from at Pfizer Cares. A powerful moment of a first hug for over a year with Dr. Hoshino via Instagram and her grandma. She's just basically hugging her grandma and playing it up. And then check this out. Hishino wrote, being able to see my grandma and spend time with her without constant anxiety was the best gift I could ever have asked for. Thank you, science, for making this possible. Hashtag science wins. she's shilling for Pfizer. Get the fuck out of here. So this is just like more of the medical theater coming out from these lunatics. And so many people Fell for her bullshit. Hundreds of thousands of followers, and that's just Instagram. And who knows how much money she made off her followers by being completely dishonest. But yeah, you guys, anytime I find one of these little stories of these fake-ass doctor influencers, I will definitely tell you about them. Because if anything, they're spreading more misinformation than half the other quote-unquote crazy conspiracy theorists. What's crazy is this broads texts and messages and tweets. None of that was censored for misinformation. All of her shit can be found. Like I said, it's just private. I mean, on her undeleted accounts. But then they censored actual frontline doctors. They tore them apart in the media if they spoke out against the narrative. Dr. Malone was banned from Twitter, which he has been reinstated. So it was just a hardcore effort from big tech and your local friendly government. To censor the truth because this whole COVID coax has got to go on so they can roll in the dough and get control over people. So have you guys been keeping up on all the food processing plants burning to the ground mysteriously in the United States? I talked about it a couple episodes ago, but since then, there have been several more burned to the ground. There was one in Fresno, California a few days ago, and it's like the count keeps going up. But nobody's investigating this. No mainstream media is connecting all of these different food processing plant fires. But I'm definitely keeping track. Last time I checked, we are at 22 food processing plants that have burned down in the last year. Now, how could this not affect food distribution throughout the United States? I would love to see how they're going to try to spin this whole situation. They probably actually won't even have to spin it because fuck, nobody's talking about it. Why would they have to create a lie? So I don't know, guys. I think you should definitely keep an eye on that because it is suspicious as fuck. And who knows what's actually happening? Now check out this little gem coming out of CNN. FDA officials say annual COVID-19 shots may be needed in the future. Well, no shit, CNN. We've been saying this for hell of days. What, over a year now? We knew it was going to become a subscription service for all these people lining up to get booster after booster. And now they're just admitting what we've been saying all along. And now I'm going to leave you with this information. The conspiracy theorists who warned you of vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, perpetual lockdowns, rampant inflation, are now warning you of digital ID and social credit scores, central bank digital currencies, climate lockdowns, and energy rationing. Pay attention and be aware, and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.